Jay-Z, Justin Timberlake. Holy Grail. Off that album. Download that app. This is what it is. You'll see me. You thought somebody was going to beat me to all of this? It doesn't happen. You mad? Stay mad. You cursed the the king of this DJ thing right here. Some people are afraid to be the best. Not TC and J. So I don't know what you have planned. Um, but I got some odds and ends. Oh, okay. Whoa, that's hot. Something's going wrong. Yeah, something's definitely going wrong. Yeah, we just one two three one two three one two three one two three. We're about to have to replace the whole lot of equipment. Try now. How about now? 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 Okay, it's a little better. I think that's close enough. Just need to get a new mic there. Yeah, I felt like it was better before, but now it looks like it's fucking much worse. Yeah, I would agree. Maybe hit it. They're like children. But open palm, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just muddle through with us for this one, and now I'll move up in priority buying a new microphone. Let's buy a couple. Fuck it. I mean, I think that if we replace one, we should replace both, so there's yeah. a consistent quality across. So I think just two two fresh ones is, is the order of the day. I love it. So, microphones really aren't that expensive. Anyone thinking about starting their own podcast? It's one of those weird things where for less than, like, $120, you cannot buy a microphone that's worth anything. Like, you might as well just fucking, uh, I mean, use your computer mic, but, like, you know, just not do it. But, at like, right around, like, $120, $150. Sure. You got everything you need. So, what are your odds and ends? Well, yeah, just a, a couple important notes. Okay. The the first one is that... Yeah, um, crack that tall boy. Yeah, your uh, your housekeeper told me her boyfriend listens to the ticket. Yeah, I know. In fact, she was I... She's kind of delivering that as news, so I wanted the rest of the audience to have this news. So I was, I was just kind of taking her word for it on the level of importance. I feel like it would be... Uh, I feel like it would be a massive overstatement to call her our housekeeper, but I don't have a better word for it. She House- keeps the house... Housekeeper feels like someone that is at least every week, if not possibly, living with you. But when somebody... She hasn't been here in two months. The term we always used growing up is a cleaning lady. That's what we did, too. Yeah, yeah, Which, of course, that's incredibly... What's the opposite of misogynistic? Or do we not even have a word for that because we're not allowed to acknowledge it? Patronizing? Patronistic? It feels like a patronizing term to be like, you're the cleaning lady. I always give Dan shit about that because his cleaning person is a man. And he's always like, see, this is just, I'm like, you're just so progressive that you yeah, hired a man. Absolutely. But her husband is, or uh, boyfriend, husband, I'm not sure, but he is a huge P1. And I hooked it's him up boyfriend. with, hooked him up with a whole, would you inquire when the, so. How permanent is it? <laughs> what kind I, of shot I got? I see that we have this clean house here uh, alone. And um, I've, I've seen some videos before, but yeah. Uh, no, we just, we had the conversation mere minutes ago. I can recall it after all as a. Close listeners will note, I now only smoke on weekends. Okay, so there you go. Memory is sharp. If you have any trivia that you need, I'm right here. 
Yeah, I hooked him up with a big, uh, big old bag of ticket gear. I'll never forget about last that. Last time he was, uh, last time he was over here, or she was over here, which has been a while, but it is nice to get it done. I feel like I got a new lease on life. See, the problem with ours, and I assume you like the the like scrubbing of surfaces and stuff. Like that's fine, you know, good to have someone do it, but like that, I don't even really like mine that much. It's the shit that cleaning people as an industry appear to refuse to do that I want done. Like, just put all the shit away. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, and like, even if, like, I've looked like, you know, okay, maybe that's more organizing. So who can I hire to organize? <laughs> Whenever you try to hire an organizer, like, they just come in, like, tell you what, like, shelves to buy and then leave. Like, yeah. they don't organize the thing oh they start bitching to you or uh imparting no some one sort wants of to pick up after me zen wisdom to you like yes. why don't you just get rid of all of it yeah i did spend a good 20 minutes this morning picking up the objects so that she could actually do the uh sanitization process it was the worst part of my week as a child I mean, it was once every two weeks clean uh, up for the cleaning yeah. person Shirley will be here tomorrow and need everything looking good and i said one day I will be free from this oppression. I will hire a Shirley to do this part. And I also like uh, just made sure I ran the laundry last night and this morning, mm -hmm. so that there was nothing holding up. If she wants to, you know, strip the old beds, get that all knocked out, that's good to go. Um, I mentioned, you know, maybe making a move because you'd seen the video that indicated that maybe house cleaner ends up in a sexy, sexy situation with podcast co-host um i just want to be clear about something uh-huh hey listen i founded the meat beat okay you guys know that you can come to me if you have real questions so the gall that social media had i think it started today to run with a fake the most common search terms by state pornhub map mm, okay Clearly fake, because as you can see right here, you could just go to the Pornhub Insights page and they post all of their research. Mm, so like mm -hmm. real hard data here. <laughs> so the, the, <laughs> you're, you're like thinking a comical that not everyone else is always checking out Pornhub Insights. But you can add it right there to the top of your browser so you can click it whenever or get a, maybe get a Google alert. Uh -huh. um, so for example, if you want real insights, you can see that uh, a week ago yesterday, um, they put out, or we could go tomorrow, they put out an article about whenever all the social media accounts were down on October 4th. Mm -hmm. And you can see here real scientific data that for those seven, eight hours, they, well, saw, a massive, something else to do. they saw a massive increase. It is a very, that's an incredibly... I mean, know, I want to see that chart a little closer. We overuse these terms, but this is very idiocracy, right? That you're just like... I can't look at stuff online that I like, yeah, so see, I'll just look at that porno. chart makes it look like it's a huge increase. Then you read the left side, it's 12%. It's a bit of a Tucker Carlson-esque yeah, graph, uh, graph, but it is a 10, 11% increase at the peak of the outage. That's, a, that's, I would say, significant. I mean, it's clear that some people, upon finding out that their favorite website was down, went to their second favorite, but... I don't know that it was just changing the world the way in the ground. Well, mean, the like point how is, many, is how many visits are we talking? And what's the week to week variance in general? Like, is it sometimes just there's a big Wednesday? Well, so as a veteran of the Insights page, I would bet you they have all that covered. Okay. 
okay. they've controlled for these factors. They, they can and, tell you the general variance. And in fact, they didn't add any commentary here. I did. They just mm -hmm. present, mm -hmm. you know, well, the info. The second you think that that's happening, they've already got you. No one just presents and nuts the way they decide. designed that graph. Yeah, I guess that's true. But back to the fake one. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And why are we even giving this attention? You know, I mean, I can tell you right now, lesbian is not the number one search term in, in Texas. Yeah, that, you know, I mean, like, it's, it's, I don't understand why we're giving it attention just because if they were trying to, like, do something off the wall or funny, but, like, all of those are just regular search terms. Yeah, except over here on Tennessee where it says Kevin James. Okay, okay that's. <laughs> There's the joke. All right. All right. I, I take it back. I, well, what I meant to say is I haven't seen the joke yet. Yeah. Now, now I do. Yeah. And uh, in fact, I like it. Yeah. Because like, honestly, you could get me to buy that Florida's his boats. <laughs> you really I mean, could. Just, just most of them say Asian, lesbian, MILF. Uh, Oklahoma has goth hospital. So okay, if we were going for like the three jokes, I would yeah, say it's yeah. Kevin James, Boats, and Goth Hospital. What's, for uh, what's Michigan got up there? Can't uh, MILF. There. Okay. That's not Michigan. Oh. That's Wisconsin. Oh, okay, sorry. State. Uh, so just, just racist. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That that's. Uh, but everything around Michigan has MILF. Yes, yes. The whole like region. But it's then, the one that looks like a mitten if you need help in the future. But then just uh, right. Hmm. Does it? The Lower Peninsula, yeah. That's a uh, firework accident type it's situation a JPP here. Mitten. That's interesting, though. Like, if something is is cloth, like, does something have to only have thumb and hand to be considered? That's just what make a mitten, right? Mm -hmm. That's the only thing. A cloth covering the the hand and thumb. Yeah. But it just feels weird to me, like, if you've ever had cloth gloves, to call that a glove. Like, glove feels like it has some level of, like, wicking away or, like, moisture. Like, it's not just... Because we have those, like, uh, for, for, for Nora. Those are rubber, though. Yeah, that's a glove. Mm -hmm. The Just the one that's just cloth. Yeah. That doesn't feel like a glove to me at all. That feels like a mitten. It's not a mitten. I'm trying to remember. I, I almost feel like... My uh, Illinois-based family had a word for this, but maybe there was just glove. I don't know. I'd love to find out. I bet it was real cute. Because like those knit ones, you know? Yeah. They're like kind of thin, close to the hand. Does feel like they deserve their own word. Yeah, that's not a glove. Yeah. Um, as we are arguing over terms, it is absolutely necessary for us to let everyone know thank you to the many, many people who helped us once and for all settle, we are looking out a picture window. That is precisely Ooh, what I was looking for. Yeah. That's the exact term. It's not a bay window. It's a picture window. And Which it's beautiful. I'd never heard the term. I had heard that, and I was I was mad at myself for not having uh, been able to, to conjure that up. Now, we are looking out a picture window at a bay window. I don't think that one's bay. I don't. Does it come out? I, I can't really... I, Maybe it's an illusion. I feel like it does. If you look at the top, it kind of looks like it does. And if you look at the bottom, it looks like it doesn't. Well, here's our newest segment, opinion. Observing Windows. Yeah, th this is the rest of the show. I've got the boyfriend announcement out of the way. We're going to focus now on just 
It's too bad that we're not doing this in some sort of mobile fashion. If we just kind of set up in the back of a truck and could go house to house in your neighborhood, rating the windows. Yeah, rating and labeling. I'm just trying to go as long as I can to keep you from talking about John Gruden. No, I made a conscious decision that I will stick to the pledge that I made for the Jeopardy guy episode. (laughs) I like. I don't need to just defend every person. As it happens, white man specifically that gets fired. That's not the brand I want. So the opinion that I most certainly do hold, I will suppress discussing. Well, you've done a good job of of planting your flag because I do quickly think of you now when these issues come up. And you don't exactly lay off in the text. A decade old email? (laughs) This is your fault. He's got to set the hook, baby. Now, not defending him, sticking to my promise. <laughs> okay. As so a separate matter, yeah. I am interested in your theories around the release. Yeah. Because it came out today in the LA Times that <laughs> apparently Dan Snyder was linked to the Epstein thing by an article on a paper in India. So if you're wondering how Epstein gets in, congratulations, here we are. Okay. A paper in India... <laughs> The country uh, alleged that Dan Snyder was uh, one of Epstein's associates. That he was he was a guy on the island. Okay. And uh, Snyder sued the paper in India. So this is in, in part an Indian court proceeding related matter. Um, and then in the state of Arizona, I guess probably because he lives there now, Snyder sued Bruce Allen, alleging that he was. Part of getting it in this Indian paper. Wow. And uh, Bruce Allen made the claim in court that he is not someone who's ever been a source on a story. And so they were like, well, easy enough to prove that. Give up all your emails. And uh, as part of those court proceedings, the Gruden emails have been in those proceedings in public since like June with hmm. his name redacted, but in one spot, they just forgot to. So that is one explanation for how this gets public, is just someone notices that they didn't cover up jgruden at gmail.com, and are like, I think that all these are him. Because it just says, like, ESPN personality. Okay. So it's not like they're even saying, like, you know, a totally anonymous person. So just be clear. One of the ESPN personalities is in these, but it's not all of them. Okay. Not everything from the New York Times. So it's not it's not the case, as far as I can tell, that all the New York Times did or the uh, who was the, it? Wall the Street Journal, Journal yeah. uh, was just find out that this court case existed. Um, I there has to be something else because whenever I initially found out about this, it seemed like that they had conducted the investigation into the workplace, of, like trying to nail Dan Snyder on something, and we're like, well, we got all these emails now and. Dan seems fine, but Jesus Christ, John Gruden seems to hate some marginalized groups. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's it. Yeah. I like, I don't don't know. Like, because the only people who are getting those investigate, like, is the league leaking that they just like randomly want a coach fired? Like, this isn't good for them. No, I just figure it must just be, it's almost like a, uh, I feel like it must be something similar to what happened with Maria Taylor and Rachel Nichols, where there's an yeah. individual 
and in this case, you can take any number of. But if you, you work said, in the NFL investigations office and you have a propensity to leak things to the press that you like, not going to go well for you, bud. Oh no, definitely not. And, and I, so, but I do think it's probably an individual actor, right? And they were just—they're either maybe. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are gay or a woman or a minority of any sort, but maybe they just found that particularly. Maybe they're new. Like yeah, maybe they didn't. They must be. They didn't know that. Like this is this is like you could probably find this in any number of NFL luminaries' email accounts. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, obviously, the fact that the co-founder of Hooters was in the mix was very funny. <laughs> Love that because I'd forgotten until then that John Gruden was drawing massive Hooters checks. For many years, and probably went on a lot of Hooters retreats that, or like Hooters sponsors. Is that guy Tampa based? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, it would stand to reason. Feels likely, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just, I loved how much Gruden. I mean, whatever, dude. I'm, I guess he had a house there, surely. So yeah, no, no big surprise. But just that it continued to make it his base of operations. That like you fired coaches from all across the country would fly to Tampa, which is certainly where they belong. Yeah, and it feels like it's Gruden is the Tampa of coaches. Even <laughs> yes, if he didn't yes. ever coach the Bucks, I would think that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it just made perfect sense. Yeah, no, but just I don't know for for anyone uh, sticking with the "you must be new here" theme. Anyone that looks at this and is like. Ah, yes, finally, now. Now that he's fired, I'm cheering for a league where the only people in it are good men who have the same views that I do that have never used a gay slur. I would like to encourage you to maybe get yourself ready for a letdown there. Yeah, it's weird, too, the timing of of this all happening and watching the Chappelle special. I haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry to say. Well, it played out... Almost like it was a bit that Dave did, mm-hmm. where like on Friday Gruden was just a racist, and it was like we're gonna we're gonna look this over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe he did just he does just use this phrase for people who are lying when he's talking about Demore Smith lips. We're gonna we're gonna let this cool. We'll reconvene next week. We'll see what it is. But within an hour. Of the fact that he had used the uh, word, he was he was resigning. <laughs> that, yeah. that's been kind of part of Dave's uh, general philosophy for the last three specials, uh, and it just happened like in the news the week he put the special out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I actually think, uh, well, I probably don't want to say that. Okay, but I just think like. What was it that you were going to not say? Well, it is it is kind of funny, though, like if you think of, okay, like in the movie Old School, which I think just about everybody holds up in very high regard and came out longer ago than I, you probably realize. Like it mm-hmm. has been like 18 years. Yeah. Because I remember going to see it, like skipping my last class or two in the afternoon the day it came out my senior year. Um, if I remember correctly, that was because it was a spring and we were done with sports. But, I mean, they – it's in the first two minutes of the movie and it's largely thought of as it's funny. And it's funny because you're laughing at the fact that somebody says that it's not just funny because they're saying it. And I understand that that's a very slippery slope and it's the eye of the, or the ears perhaps of the message 
receiver doesn't necessarily know the sender's intent and it's entertainment as opposed to a personal email. But to me, like not every single time that that word is used is not necessarily homophobic in the sense of like it's still in comedy specials. It's still in movies. And a lot of times that's making fun of someone for saying it. But if you look at some of the other things that uh, John Gruden said, like, I feel like there's really no other way that those can be used. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he was Yeah, like, very, I don't think that he was trying to say that Roger Goodell is gay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's, it's not like he was alleging a conspiracy where his wife is a beard, you know? Like, yeah. And so he, uh, yeah, obviously, you know, it's your work. You shouldn't even be playing with the sort of fire where somebody has to decode whether or not you were being serious or not. But, I mean, he left really no... Uh, nothing to the imagination on like several of the other points he had. <laughs> like, there's really no comedic, or even yeah. like just you have a, no a other jocular to tone. It. Yeah, yeah. But those yeah. are not the ones that. No, I want to be clear. And I don't really care. He got fired because he's because he's an asshole, right? I mean, he got fired because a lot of people don't like John Gruden, <laughs> like a whole lot of people. Yeah, but of all the people in the world that do like John Gruden, it appears that Mark Davis is at the top of the list. Yeah, that's. I know that Mike Mayock said this today. And Mark it does, Davis is one of my favorite people on earth. I mean, how could you not love the guy? It seems like whenever that story came out yeah. of his house, I know which one you're talking yeah, about—the P.F. Chang story and of the course. van. But uh, but the the photos that circulated of his house, there was just a lot of making fun of him. Like he were a standard NFL owner, like that he's fucking Stan Kroenke or something, mm -hmm. and that deeply bothered me. <laughs> yeah, like just putting him in the opulence bin. Yeah, no, I mean like, yeah, obviously he's got some money, but like, he came by it through a stream of abuse. <laughs> like <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't, know. you know, I I I want his wealth redistributed the way same way I want everyone else's, but uh, you know. Um, if you don't have a soft spot for that guy, then I, I don't think that you're in committed. We don't have like the same world. Like, you know, my, my instinct for redistribution, redistribution comes from a, a sympathy for all of my fellow men. And I would say that Mark David gets more of that, not less. Yeah. And I bet you, what was the number on the house? It was like 25 million or something. Yeah. So I bet you when it's done though, like you could walk in. Not there. a really expensive place to live. Vegas? You can buy a house there for a reasonable amount. Yeah, I know. Obviously, like everywhere, <laughs> it's gone up. But you're you're correct. You live there. You should know. Um, I have not. Back to you. Oh, sorry. You can take that out. I don't out. care. Uh, I would uh, bet that if you walked into Mark Davis's $25 million house, it would basically just be like a $25 million version of like the sword guy that you know's apartment. Like, if you go into Stan Kroenke's house, it's going to be just like a bunch of shit that you're like, yeah. why do you even have, like, you're chandeliers you're going to break if you fart. Yeah, no, that's why, like, it, like, it looked like a house design. Like, that's why I don't know why we're making yeah. fun of him. I want to have fun with him. Yeah, I want right. to go to this Let's fucking. Let's go down to the Terranium. It's the blank check house. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Huh. Look, you greeted me from a water slide. <laughs> yeah, dude. Most of it's pools. Like half the goddamn house is pools. He's like, and I'm gonna get it to look like the stadium. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Dude, I bet Mark Davis air guitars so much. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> just all the time. I'm surprised we haven't caught that at a game before. Like big touchdown. <laughs> He's just winning the win. Winning no. So uh what are we to make of this soaking phenomenon? Soaking? Yeah. I know it's a couple weeks old now, but I'm not, I just did a deep know. dive last night. You don't know about the BYU kids? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did I hear about this from? Was it you? I don't think so. Someone was someone A lot of people have been, me about this. have been posting about it. Yeah, no, someone said it like I ought to have seen it on the internet by now, and I reacted confused, and then much the same way I did just now, and then they explained it to me, and I, I don't want to know. Well, it's... <laughs> It's weird I don't because, have to do with that. because like most, uh, like the if milk crate challenge, for, for example, the milk crate challenge, like somebody had posted a YouTube video of them trying something like that in like 2009. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I, I feel like now that is in a sense, like the viral life cycle. It's almost like it's like evolution or something like not ev- like the big bang, like there's uh, seedlings that this could uh, eventually be something and out particles of dust in the internet universe from like 2008, 2009. And then at some point, 10, 15 years later, someone finds it and becomes a, a TikTok craze. But yeah, I imagine most of the people who listen to us know about this by now, but it's my understanding that you're, you don't come. Is that true? I don't know. I know you don't you don't move is the idea, but I yeah. think you can get other people to come over and jump on the bed for you. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the the thing that's on TikTok most famously right now is just a a, a girl standing on the bed <laughs> while under the covers her roommate is underneath a male, and she's simply jumping up and down on the bed while he is erect uh, inside of her. Yeah, but if if they're not thrusting, then Bible says you're all good. Yeah, absolutely. Which that. Like uh, the phenomenon that we've all heard of, of uh, the woman virgins. who claims her uh, vir- that she she remains a, a virgin if uh, it's not vaginal. I've also heard the term Baylor virgins. <laughs> leaves a, a menu of other options yeah. on the table. Uh, it just seems to me like these uh, the real freaks are the ones who won't have sex. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've uh, not ever had anyone else in the room, <laughs> uh, which, you know, if you have, sounds dope. Like, I'm not uh, denigrating or saying, like, you, that's yucky. It seems cool. Oh, I think it's yucky. You know, I mean, if you want to come over and just, like, stand on the bed <laughs> and look down. I don't. Uh, you know, the, the, that, could, that could work. We'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just observing that it seems more deviant to me, and, and I'm okay with deviance and, in fact, supportive of it. Uh, but it seems more deviant to me to have someone else like, hey, I want to have my boyfriend over. <laughs> Could you come uh, fucking create the motion that will allow us to experience pleasure? Jeez, man. Yeah, that's a weird one for sure. Oh, I saw a funny porn comment the other day while Ooh. we're talking porn. Yeah. Um, I don't even really remember what the video was but because I somehow saw the comment before the video and the comment deterred me mm-hmm. and it said uh no wonder she looks like she's not having any fun that man looks like the undertaker <laughs> mm, i hate it whenever they say the girl's not looking like she's having any fun yeah that's a real vibe killer isn't it yeah i want everyone to be having, having a great fun time. yeah definitely, exactly definitely enjoying it to the fullest 
whether he looks like the Undertaker or not. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> did he look like the Undertaker? I didn't want to find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly, and I'm not lying to you. I honestly was like, I don't know. That did doesn't... the title say Undertaker claims another victim or something? <laughs> I don't know, but how'd you get on this? The Undertaker. Will you just tell us the titles of the last ten you've watched? Uh, You don't actually. I I can do it next week if you want. (laughs) I don't know if I'll have ten by then, but you know, I could probably get a few. Okay. If you want, I don't really. Do you want to play our new theme song? Too close to having you stand on the bed. I would love to play this. This is just amazing stuff. Is it? Um, I, I mean, just it. The, that it exists, you know. I, like I said, I didn't listen to the whole thing because I wanted to preserve my uh, my genuine reaction for this uh, setting right here. But just that we have uh, things like this in yeah. the world is pretty happy. Our good friend Parker, who yeah. once upon a time did a... And, you know, in a sense, I think he... He did all he could to get Scott Gregg's elected. He, he did. More than most of you can say. Dude. IGOTV. You did. You did. And I nailed it that time. Uh, I mean, he did as much as Parker. That's right. Um, he may have been how I got the idea to do the Kemp spin, We Didn't Start the Fire. That sounds right, yeah. I don't remember like what moment I decided I was going to try to do that, but his We Didn't Start the Fire to many of the topics that we've talked about here on the show for the last 10-plus years was incredible mm-hmm. now he actually played it mm-hmm. like he played the guitar sang it and i didn't even know the dude was into music before that he's a baseball know. guy yeah sports guy i saw him at the liberty christian uh pulaski game oh that's nice yeah yeah i mean some people like sports and music i uh i did uh, one time like james dolan the first definitely <laughs> definitely i bet john gruden loves both that he's been to a bon jovi concert um, I was I was going home. Uh, this is in my freshman year, the first semester of my freshman year. I didn't have a car, but I did have a signed contract saying, promising my parents that I would go to an AA meeting every day. So I would just take the bus there, walk about a half hour because the bus didn't come that close to where the meeting was, and uh, then just whenever it broke it up, just go and ask people while looking real, you know, sullen and hopeless if they could give me a ride home. And uh, one of the guys that did, I was like, uh, you know, asking, like, just making small talk, whatever. Um, and I asked him something about sports, and he said, no, I'm into music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. I've always been short-circuited by that response, as if it's mutually exclusive. Well, I mean, you got to go all in, man. Like, everyone <clears throat> listens to music, brother. Yeah, but most of the people you know that are, like, hardcore into sports, though, they probably do have shitty musical tastes. I don't think that's true. I don't know, man. I mean, like, let's take Gruden, for example. You like sports? Do you think you have shitty musical taste? Kind of. Okay. I've accepted that the later I've gotten in life, though. You know? I think mine is better now than it was five years ago. Yours has probably always been better than mine. I don't think that's true. Because I don't know. I gave up the second everyone uh, bought Enema. That's not That's also not true. I lost my lead. No. On the field that I had for one year. No, you were reading Not Right every day. <laughs> That's right. I guess I was. So Parker gave us another song uh, for a recurring segment here on It's Just Banter.
is going to be overly heartfelt. Are you, have you ever been a notable athlete? Or perhaps a titan of industry? Has a news anchor ever said your name? Political office at any time. Can you even tangentially be related to Dallas Fort Worth? Have you evaded prosecution for a crime? So you got oh away with that's all that's incredible. Spectacular. <laughs> it's uh, you know, I'm I'm no expert. I, I'm more of a sports guy. Yeah. But uh, the the guitar playing, I was fairly impressed by, just as its own matter. Yeah. Let's play some notes in quick succession. That's elite. Thank you, Parker. But yeah, yeah, I I don't think that we have the time to play that every single time that we. But I, I think you'll get the opening chord at least. Yeah, for sure. You could just cut out just the uh, the refrain there. I had one suggested to me last night. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, definitely. You uh, played the open. Harper. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess we can just hit it again. No, no. Like you already did. Oh, you, already... you don't want to. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that was just a general play. This is to actually. Start. This is the actual open. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna listen to it. No. We don't really <laughs> um. Just a uh, Harper. Harper was wondering, uh, you know, if we uh, would want to consider Andrew Wakefield for the list. I, I do not know the name Andrew Wakefield without Harper having talked with me about it last night, but do you recall who Andrew Wakefield is? Is he baseball-related? No, it's uh, um, the original anti-vaxxer guy. 
the first person to posit a link between autism and the oh MMR yeah. vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's been in the game forever, right? Yeah, measles, <clears throat> like mumps, rubella vaccine. Uh, the article was published in 1998. Oh, that's way later than I thought. The The Lancet published an article written by him. Yeah. Um, that you that's know, that's a good one. That's the stuff. Like whenever you're looking at, like. It, there was a real effect on vaccination rates. Oh, for sure. As a result of the publishing of this. And then, you know, obviously, we've all been living in Jenny McCarthy's world ever since um, with it really coming to a head, obviously enough, in the last year and a half. Uh, but it was uh, found out at the time, like, or not at the time. I, th- I think it was quite a bit later. He was paid by somebody, right? He stood to profit millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. So if, if people believe this thing, and the the data is like just fully falsified. Like someone went back like ten years later and found the records of the patients he was talking about, and they're like, none of these are the records that he's like. He just made up records, attached names of patients to them, and fucking step three profit. Yeah. So <clears throat> I remember hearing about this in a in a podcast episode not too long ago. Um, when people were like, it was, it was so quaint to me too, dude, like, um, listening to the daily, like they, they try their damnedest to be normal people, but they simply don't know how to. Mm-hmm. And it was a, uh, it was like right before the vaccine was ready. And, uh, they were like pondering, like, should we be concerned that some people seem a little bit hesitant about vaccines? I remember and, when you heard that. Yeah. And the host was yeah. like, I mean, certainly this has sucked so bad that there's no way, right? And I'm like, buddy, I don't know. You need different contacts in your life. Yeah, just for a lot of people, if you're, if all you're doing is like bitching about the mask mandates and doing everything else in your life exactly the same, did it suck? Yeah. Um, this like if you if you haven't seen your fucking family for you know a year because you took all this super seriously then like yeah it sucked but for everyone who didn't skip one social gathering yeah like uh, you know easy enough to deny the vaccine then so did i tell you about the pampers thing no so whenever i did uh, i don't recall we were uh we were uh doing our potty training bit and i read this book i just listened to it on the audiobook, and I only got through like half of it, but it was the important part. The back half is like specific issues that people deal with that sure. you can consult. It was called Oh Crap. Huh. They all have names like that, but it was Terrible. really, it was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's worked really well. Um, <clears throat> and it was fascinating too, like as she's walking through, um, like as she's walking through the different theories on it and how they've changed over time and like when to do it and how old and all this stuff. She was like, you know, um, people now say 20 to 30 months, but, uh, you know, previously whenever women didn't really work and they were at home a lot, a lot, a lot, they used to do it way younger than that, like a year because they could, like they were around, they could provide completely focused attention on it for like a week, which is basically what her theory and method is. And it's just like, okay, as an aside, when we were doing this, uh, someone I know's grandmother told them, uh, it was my wife, it's fine, that I think this is common knowledge um, probably for some people of a certain age that to get kids to, to like pee so that they could get into the 
like the routine and learn the mechan the mechanics of it. Not like scalding hot water, but it was not uncommon to like pour hot water on a kid, you know, because hot water makes you want to piss. Mm. <laughs> Loosen things up a little bit there. Get a little okay. Um, and probably a country thing that I can almost guarantee you my grandmother did as well. But the yeah. point of the uh, the point of the Pampers thing is for a long time, um, people got into this like just just let them do it whenever. And you know, like anything else, if a kid gets the later a kid goes, like four or five years old, expecting them to potty train at that point is very hard because they've already learned one way to do it and they've routinized it. So the leading pediatrician who is a supporter of this theory was a paid, I believe, uh, consultant and a spokesperson for Pampers. <laughs> and he was like one of the top pediatricians in the country who had written like seminal works on not only body training, but all sorts of child rearing things. And he was collecting like massive, massive sums every year from Pampers to like. But what if we could keep it on them until they were 10? <laughs> Like, someone definitely floated that. His name was T. Barry Brazelton. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. It doesn't shock you, but the second she said it, I was like, well, I'll be goddamned. It's every industry, isn't it? Have I ever heard one thing that wasn't uh, by someone paid to... No. Yeah. You haven't. (laughs) That's uh, that's awful. Yeah, no, one of my uh, Excel classmates uh, told us once that his... uh, his sister learned uh, potty training before she like got a grasp of language. Mm-hmm. So she would just go whoosh, whoosh, <laughs> like to mimic the toilet flush sound to, to let him know that, hey, I need to go to the toilet now. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, for you, you can just, she's able to say full sentences, really. Yeah, but it would have been cool to try it beforehand. She wanted to like mimic the sound of what poop sounds like, not just the, (laughs) you know. Um, Boy, it's coming down out there, isn't it now, folks? Out this picture window. It's a weather update on a podcast. Um, I went to the fair last night. Hell yeah, brother. How'd it go? It was great. I mean, there's obviously, you know, the requisite hassles of having a small child that you're trying to maneuver for three, three and a half hours through that situation. But yeah, it was it's overall one of those fun. Thing, like we, uh, whenever I was going to the fair as an adult without a child, I would always say to myself, "Can't wait to do this with a child." <laughs> and now that I have a child, and I know how hard it is to get them to go anywhere and do anything, like leaving the house, it's just a fucking war zone. Brother, the morning I had today, backed up by the night I had last night, had me testing the patience. Because yeah. this morning it was just me. And we had our, you know, regular meeting every other week meeting at work. Uh, so you got to be there a little earlier. But from, and this doesn't happen that often, but my kid does not like to get out of bed. She hates it. This has only really started in like the last probably year because she gets 12 hours of sleep. But when it's time to get up, she's not feeling it. Like I can turn the lights on and she doesn't go back to sleep. She just lays in bed and sits there and dicks around with whatever book was in bed or stuffed animal. So he doesn't want to get out of bed. And I know everybody who has a kid knows this. I mean, there's something too. You know, your uh, your brain waves start out slow. You got to give them a little time to speed up. Yeah, so we haven't got her to uh, just slam in the the cinco the second she gets up yet, like I do. So it's I can just get best firing. She doesn't. So doesn't want to get up. Um, then you know. 
you got to like manage school days. We really try to do all of them the same. So there's consistency, but like she didn't really want to eat. Doesn't want to put on the clothes that we have for school. It was a from 8 a.m. till the time I walked out of that school today. And she doesn't freak out at school ever. She loves school. Um, likes to, seems like to like it a lot more than being around us. What a gift that must be. Well, yeah, but from 8 to 9.30 today, full on tantrum. Ugh. As I'm like trying to get out the door myself. But anyways, so we went to the fair. You know, whenever you've got like the thing, like uh, Izzy now is of the opinion that she doesn't really need to change her diapers very often. And we're often insistent that in fact that is not the case. Yeah. It's just one of those of like, you're definitely a bad parent if you let your kids sit and shit for an extra two hours. No one, like, that's not a hard one to figure out. Uh, but, like, she's fucking screaming if you're not letting her sit and shit for two hours. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, there's, I, like, I, you know, I, there's a lot of opportunities for me to express the sort of caring and understanding that I hope to embody as a parent. But, like, this is just one of those situations where, like, I don't see the path that that is, you know, caring about whatever she's saying that she wants while also balancing the fact that she's going to get a rash if she just continues to... Dude, the first time that I, like, because unfortunately we don't have to deal with this too much now because the potty training thing mostly worked. But when she became strong enough to make it very tough to change her diaper, like, I was not mad. I was not, like, filled with rage. But... It was the first time that I was like, man, like I almost kind of remember this feeling coming from my parents growing up of like, dude, I'm like pinning her to the ground. Like, there's just no other way to do it. Like I have to like put my knee on her shins to get this thing off, wipe and put another one on. And I've almost got my other hand up top, like a horrible, horrible experience. Yeah, no, there was, there was one time I was in a situation it. like that and I did have like a flash like where it was... I don't know. Just this, this happens. I, I would expect that this is typical amongst parents. Uh, if not, I feel like it ought to be. But uh, like, I just had a flash where, like, I, I for a second fully connected. Like it, what I think you're saying of like it, it brought back a memory of me being in that spot. Yeah. And like how awful it felt to be the one to be pinned down. Yeah. And it's just I don't. It was. It was weird. Yeah. But you got to do it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, <clears throat> you don't want them having the rash. Like, so I hadn't been to the fair in a long time. Um, one update I have, which I was made aware of beforehand. Not sure when Fletcher's introduced the jalapeno cheese corn dog, but it's fucking elite. As much as I love the fair, not a corn dog guy. Man, I, dude, not huge on hot dogs. Definitely not big on cornbread. I had Don't a really like cornbread. I had a stretch. This is a little different, but I had a stretch over the summer where I probably had. Oh yeah, because I had one in Montana. I had like three chili dogs in two weeks. Okay. And was just reminded how much I, I love them. Nice. And, you know, if I'm ever popping in for a little little snack, maybe a little burger at Sonic, I'll get, a, I'll get one corn dog to go with it. <laughs> okay. So the jalapeno cheese dog, huge. Love it. The age our kids are, it can be kind of a beating because they can't play games and they can't ride rides. It, just, there's nothing there for them. Other than the animals. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just there to eat. I had the two corn dogs, the two large corn dogs. Um, but I saw something last night that I'd never seen. 
I guess I'd never really seen before anywhere. Now, you know that I've had the, uh, the idea before that we should, we should normalize wheelchairs for the able-bodied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because one time I was in like a shopping center, town square type area over in Fort Worth, and I saw, you know, I'm on the sidewalk walking from one store down the way where are my cars or whatever, and I just got, I, phew, just zoomed right past me. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that looks... Awesome. Wish it was me. So it appears that what we have at the state fair is an opportunity for you to rent not a wheelchair, but basically like a, a rascal. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Except it's a little sleeker than that. Okay. But it does have like ample storage because like the first few people I saw, and you know. And like they're probably not checking anything, right? Like it's not like you need a doctor's note. Oh no! Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is just yeah. these are just for rent. Now yeah. I never really got to the bottom of what they cost, like but it. the first time I saw like a couple, and I was like, "Well, that's interesting because that doesn't really look like anything I've ever seen a handicapped person use before. It's not a wheelchair." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "And then they got they're loaded up with all their stuff that they've purchased and won. They got a drink up here." And I was Big like, "Panda," I was like, "Man, that's kind of interesting. Like those people appear to be fit, able-bodied, and then." Um, we walked over to like this little green space in front of a, a stage where it's kind of like a take your kids to let them chill out zone because mm-hmm. it's behind like the midway. Um, and there was like a gang of them, <laughs> like a, like a, uh, it was like eight people and they were like circled up, like just leaning back in their chairs, like taking a load off. And I was like, okay, well... I hate to be a dick here, but I seriously doubt that this is like eight handicapped people who just came to this thing together and all just decided to like, you know, I mean, maybe, but probably not. And then I really started looking for them. They're everywhere, dude. Like they're everywhere. And like. Kind of seems like the fair is, I understand why they like it because the fair does require a lot of walking. Yeah. But I'm not sure the fair is the place for them. I guess it sort of depends on the day. You have to get out of their way. That's Because what I'm there's saying. no room for them in a lot of the places. Exactly. And like, like the I'm, fair is already like most every, my fair experience every time is at the beginning of the month we say, Hey, we gotta go to the fair and it's always packed at the end, so let's not wait. And then we wait. And yeah. we realize that if we don't get there this weekend, we're not gonna be able to go this year. And so we go this weekend. And fucking in those situations, the entire ground is not the butt. And yeah. if I had to get out of the way, every, like, no, dude. Yeah. And maybe on those days that there's not as many of them out there, I'm not sure. Because yesterday, like, it was Tuesday afternoon. It's crowded, but it's not. I didn't feel like even COVID-y crowded, you okay. know? I was never that close to anybody. But it is still, like, you know, it's not, and these things are wide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they're yeah. pretty – and – I'm, on, I'm not even saying I have a problem with it at all. I'm also not saying that, like, you know, you don't need to be, like, unable to walk to use assistance. Like, people have feet issues, health issues, whatever. But it was just – it was almost shocking to see, like, so many people just, like, deciding, ah, fuck walking. Like, I just have – I'm just not doing that today. And there's no way they're affordable. No. Because, I mean – And they shouldn't be. Yeah, but – because if you made them cheap, then everyone would have them. And then it's just like it was wedge of just the whole fair. No one was walking. And it's just fucking <laughs> like, it's not good. They have to be crazy expensive because that was, you hear about it from everybody, but it was a jarring 
jarring evening without even playing games of what stuff costs. It really, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, is wild. We uh, always have a hookup on the tickets, so it never feels that bad to me. Yeah, tickets aren't too bad. I mean, fifteen bucks each. Parking's obviously it's twenty if you park there. Oh, I've never paid for parking there. Um, I don't think I know about that hookup. Just uh, well, just like the the tickets. Um, my mom would oh. uh, work at a school, and the schools get them for free. <clears throat> oh, that's right. That's cool. Um, and uh, the parking just like just park at one of the dart stops that's nearby. Yeah, I don't know if I want to deal with Dart with her. You're saying walk from the Dart station where it's free? Well, like uh, the Dart drops you off at the entrance. Like the the green line stop is the entrance. So just of, park to the closest one, get on. Yeah, it's right so like stop. the Deep Elm one is the, or I think that the the Baylor one is one closer. But Deep Elm, there's plenty. Like the the street that's adjacent, like not Elm, but like one street north. That's not. There's no like bars on it or anything. It's just whatever. It's just a street, and no one else has any reason to park there. So just it's free parking. It's just street parking, and then ride down two stops. Certainly, I encourage everyone to pay because I think the dart is important. But you're not going to get your ticket checked. <laughs> it didn't feel like you needed that message then. <laughs> so. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Like I'd almost kind of like to go back. I mean, obviously, you'd have to go with a lot of money, but like I would love to go with a group of friends. To the fair, yeah, absolutely, and just go nuts on games. They got it's like every it's made for my diet. <laughs> like every single thing I passed, I was like, damn! Like they had a uh, like an a Italian beef that looked awesome. Ooh, that's nice. Just everything, and I'm not even like I'm not even talking about the fried shit. Yeah, that's not my game, really. I like the corn dog, but I don't want any of that. I want. I mean, a lot of the stuff, it, like. Like the fried Cuban sandwich, like it's not going overboard with the fried. It's just like a slightly different way of eating a Cuban sandwich. And it's delicious. It's amazing. I like that kind of stuff where it's like not, like it's less fried than a corny dog. Like it's not that much breading. I may have to go back. But that's just like. <laughs> Although I'm already planning a trip to the Jurassic Park thing by myself. I don't know how many of these sorts of events I can. What's the Jurassic Park thing? Oh, I think I told you about that up yeah, in like no, the colony. They have like a full on, like it's basically the closest we have until they actually have the park. Okay. But it's like too real for kids. <laughs> they won't Is let it, the kids go? Well, I mean, you could probably take them in there if you want to ruin them. But I mean, this is, this is real shit, dude. It's, to be clear, it's not real shit. But, but I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty. And you got VR. You know, <laughs> yeah, they eat you when you're on the toilet. <laughs> it's yeah. like the full experience. All right, well, good times. We'll see you tomorrow. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.